0: you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the score North studios. TCL America's fastest growing TV brand. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Royce Unchained. All right, Patrick Royce. What's going on? Okay. I've already tipped Rami off on this. So you might get a double dose of abuse today. But uh I was listening to uh driving in uh to do um, Ricey Unchained today, as well as Monday Night Sports Talk. Uh this was uh you know you you're gonna be hearing this uh, in a, in twenty four hours. But yeah. uh I heard your pie chart. Yes. I heard your pie chart for responsibility of the of the Vikings loss. Yes. Now I'm I, I kind of make fun of our fascination with round numbers, you know, historic numbers like the 10-year anniversary, the 15. You know, we can't have the 13th year anniversary. Care. No, it's got to be 10 or 15 or yep. 20. Yep, Ah, uh, But when you're doing a hypothetical Pie chart, on a loss, you can't have 11%. You can't have 11%. I think I gave 11%. How how does 11% Uh, differentiate than 10%? You can't do that. You can't have 11%.
0: You can if your pie chart adds up to 138, (laughs) and then you're trying to restructure it to bring it down by enough to get you. Yes, well, then I guess And, you know, I've got the banal math, so I'm Mm -hmm. – see, the difference is you're very good at math. Yes, I am. You're gifted at math. Yes. I am not. Mm -hmm. I had the uh, phone out on my calculator trying to figure it out, and that's all I had Here's
1: what you have to do if you're doing a pie chart. You have to... Not you. If you want to give responsibility to sixty, you can't use up a great big hunk of that a hundred percent early, and then not have anything left over for the other guys. So that's uh, that's the secret of the pie chart. Now I uh, spent Sunday afternoon at the Jim Wells uh, tribute uh, celebration of his life uh, at Canterbury Park. Mm-hmm. So my observations of the uh, football game were merely seeing the Chiefs jumping up and down from a distance, knowing that they had won the game. But uh, here's what I want to know. After spending all last week mad at Xavier Rhodes, <laughs> how come Trey Waynes is the one who gets burned? Uh, ask Andy Reid. Yeah, well, I was shocked. Well, were they letting him try to cover Tyreek by himself? Where where was, to where, quote, Frank, <laughs> to no, quote Frank Broyles, where was the safety man? <laughs> Where was the safety man? <laughs> Did you
0: see the first touchdown, the 40 yard touchdown to Tyree Kill? Because the safety man was late. Oh, that's okay. where the safety man was. Okay. Harrison Smith Harrison came over late.
1: Harrison was going to go up and stop a run or something like but that. But they uh, went after uh, Trey Wayne. There's no question about it. And, well, and if you're going to try to single, I mean, if you're not going to, uh, you know, bump him at the line of scrimmage, I, that's uh, you, you got troubles, right? Oh, God. Uh, the once he gets by it, it's, it's incredible. But, People are talking about that game as though they laid an egg against a backup quarterback. They laid an egg against a team that was missing six or seven starters. I yes. mean, their offensive line was beat to hell. Their defense was beat to hell. Uh, what surprised me about that game is that how they stopped Dalvin Cook. They were what? Well, you you had the stat that he didn't. Uh, I don't think he had a yard. He never had a yard without the, being hit without in the in the so he was never 2 yards past the line of scrimmage without being hit. Correct. So, it is interesting that the Chiefs would sell out to stop the run and it would work. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz they were terrible. This this is probably they had to change a lot, right? Cuz they were 30th Defensively against the run, they had to change their whole concept to sell out to stop the run, right?
0: Yes, and they they basically started. I guess they they started improving against the run a few weeks back against Denver. That that's uh, Spagnola, who was Childress's old buddy, who was coach of the Rams at yeah. one point. He's pretty. He's a good and, coordinator. had a
1: lot of blitzes uh, in yep. other games, but they didn't they didn't do that that yep. much yesterday. But right? I'm with they,
0: you. The problem
1: here was not Matt Moore. No. Matt Moore is a dec- But but they three of their offensive linemen yeah. were hurt and uh, I don't know if they all missed but uh three of their offensive linemen they the, that game that they lost to the Packers they finished with only two of their starting offensive linemen and they had already were I know the guys on TV for that game were saying that uh there's no substitutes on defense. The guys are they've been out there a long time and they have no option
0: to put right? out there yeah
1: but meanwhile with all the gloom about the vikings they're six and three and when you look at what happened to the rest of the nfc north yep they all lost to bad teams they all lost to bad teams they all stink the bears i gotta concede to you you were right about trubisky because i had hopes for him last year i thought he was improving but he's brutal yeah well the, yeah the bears are lost the, first overall, Trubisky's pick. not going to work. First overall, boy. When you well, when, second, when you second, they okay, traded up to the, get him second. The first quarterback, though. First right? quarterback, yeah. Yeah. when you take the first quarterback in the draft and miss, when there's other guys, <laughs> right? When right. there's other guys, that's uh, that's that's a firing offense. This makes Christian ponder that miss seem like nothing. Oh yeah, because that was what twelfth, eleventh, twelfth, something mm-hmm. like that. This is brutal. Uh, he's uh, and and by the way, Mitch. They've all turned on you now. In Chicago, they've all turned on you. I guess the uh, I guess the Bears' vent line on, on Sunday was even better than the Packers' vent line. The anger, huh?
0: Oh yeah, I think they get yeah yeah. I I could see that. Well, the Packers, you know, that was only what their second loss.
1: Yes, it's a bad loss, but it's their second loss. Bad loss when they're playing a underachieving Chargers team. And had less than a hundred yards going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. They were uh they were brutal. But and then the Lions have caved it in. So with all the melancholy, uh you still got a game left here with the Lions, here with the Bears. Yep. Can't impossible to lose. They're both in a race to the bottom. You got the Packers here. You got the Packers here. You should beat them here. So uh, there's, I, I still think they're going to win the division. I think the Packers have more losses in front of them, and they have this advantage. They go into Dallas, but the Cowboys are playing Monday night, right? Tonight, right? yes, they are. Yeah, so yep. you get, short week. You get the team on the Look short week. You. Although, as you it's pointed, Pat, as you pointed out, yep, the Vikings had a longer week of preparation this time, and it didn't do them any good. So. You I, I mean, they right. They had ten that days. Game, they had yeah. ten days. The schedule is, is still set up for them well. So,
0: anyway, I just don't know how good they see. I can't. Get, I don't have a read on on these guys because you had those first four games where they were yeah, and then the next four, but they're playing bad, crappy teams to you know mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then they, this they, one, they, this was the type of game they did, you win.
1: They did beat the Eagles. Yeah, easily.
0: But wasn't this the type of game where you go in and
1: you win? Well, you got same, that. Woo, we got you out got, of there. You got that other team, Kansas City, doubting itself something fierce. So, yeah. Anyway, who cares about the Vikings this week? This is Penn State week. Uh, I haven't been this excited since Iowa came to town in 1960. Well, I have been, but uh, <laughs> but it's you know it's big. You know what the hell they they have a two game lead in the West. Yep. Even if they lose this one, Iowa and Wisconsin play this week. Yep, one of them is going to have three losses. So even if you fall on your face, you can still win the division. I don't know. I don't know who Wisconsin has left. If Wisconsin loses that game, Mm -hmm. uh, you know they come in here with three. They're they're coming in here with three losses. You're Mm -hmm. not going to have more than one. Northwestern is horrible.
0: And then you're going to Iowa. It's it goes. um, They could lose Penn State. At Iowa, at Northwestern Wisconsin, for the uh,
1: It'll be interesting to see the hangover, if the Penn State game, win or lose. Uh, if they win, of course, everybody will be excited, and then they'll probably go down to Iowa and have some problems. If they lose, uh, you know, then you go down feeling sorry for yourself. I always remember the Michigan game, you know, the famous Mason-Michigan game where they blew the big league. Oh, three, yeah. And it wasn't so much that one, but the next week, I think they got beat in Indiana because they were still – Sucking wind. Was it It might have been was Michigan State. Maybe it. But was. yeah, they, but they, they got, did lose the next week. Yeah, weekend. they went in the tank. So,
0: uh, so it's Iowa, Wisconsin. You're right this weekend. Then Wisconsin goes to Nebraska. Ugh. Then Wisconsin hosts Purdue. Ugh. Yeah. And then they play the Gophers. Yeah, and they, who's Iowa
1: got left? Iowa got, that up. See, Iowa, is... Iowa got anybody tough? See, Iowa got anybody tough?
0: Because uh... Iowa Hawkeyes. Let me see. They've got um, after Minnesota. They've got Illinois at home, and then they've got Nebraska in Nebraska.
1: Well, so either way, the, the, the I guess it looks like then the team that you, you know, you're going to have to beat Iowa or Nebraska to be, I mean. Yes. If, but if you beat Penn State, well, then you can, lose, you can lose one of the, you know, you can lose two of those maybe and still go to the uh, conference championship game. Mm-hmm. How about Northwestern, the defending Big Ten West champions, they could – they get they get three points last week. This they're terrible. Old, this they're is awful.
0: old old school. North oh, this Nebraska. is what they're, the hell happened Just here?
1: horrible offensively. They can't make a play. It's unbelievable. Pat Fitzgerald was like the candidate to be the national coach of the year last year, and they're yeah. yeah. they're brutal. Yeah, the brutal. The West is way worse than we all thought it was going to be when this all started. Well, Nebraska, Nebraska was supposed to be good. Yes, but just because, hey, I want to give you an example of. Of reputation, Nebraska. There's still this Nebraska mystique. Twenty years later, you know. When's yes. the last time they contended for something nationally? When's the Ooh. last time they went to a real bowl game? Oh four or something like that. They went to a Fiesta Bowl or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's been, I don't remember. Now. But it's still they. You know, if if a if a guy goes to Nebraska, he automatically gets lifted from a three star to a four star. And they still have this prestigious, but they're, you know, they're no better in Iowa. They're, you know, and haven't been as good as
0: Iowa the last. I was decade. Say, and right now they're not.
1: No, and uh, they like
0: to be Iowa. Yeah,
1: and they're, you know, oh Scott Frost, he did well in Central Florida, and he's uh, coming up here, and he's the guy we want. And now all of a sudden, Nebraska's going to be good. And they were rated what sixteenth or eighteenth or something. Yeah, the they were supposed to be start. really good this season. They're no good. They're they're. You know, there was you found that out early mm-hmm. when they lost to Colorado. Yeah, at Colorado's terrible. Colorado's one of the worst teams mm-hmm. in the in the Pac-12. Well, the
0: game the game here, they came in and got rolled. Mm-hmm. They're they're not you know it used to be what physical farm kids right? Oh, Yeah, Minnesota yeah. completely destroyed them two on years the line. in a row. Yeah.
1: PJ's has been fifty. What's the number? I had it. Uh, how many? What was it this year? Forty. How many did they get against them this year, 40, 40? I think it was 40s, yeah. And well, last year it was 56 or something. That was mean, one at Nebraska, right? They beat them yeah. like, no, that was, wasn't it here two years? No, the, no, the, no, they lost last year at Nebraska. Two years in a row, though. The last two times they've been here, the Govers have oh, okay, outscored yeah. them like 90 to 20 or something, yeah. 100 to 20 or something. Yeah,
0: they are. Get blown off the ball. So,
1: uh I mean it's it's sitting there for them and uh it is amazing to me that this isn't like a jam packed sell out though I just saw a story that you know first of all they were offering students what 7 bucks bring a friend or something I think they were giving now away the, a ticket yeah And now they're giving away the veterans if you're a veteran register and you can get your family you can get four tickets It's astounding to me that uh that, you know, active, maybe it's active military. I don't know. It might be active military. Why aren't military. we more
0: into this, do you think?
1: I don't know. We usually love this Because we like this guy. Damn near everybody in town likes this guy, don't they? Yeah, we love, but we ordinarily love this stuff, right? Yeah. Where you're hot. You're the hot thing. Yeah, right. Usually unexpected. I've always said nothing. I mean... Last year gave a hint that they were improved, right. but this is unexpected success. Right. And usually unexpected success is what the public likes better than ever. And who's taking away the attention? Nobody. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's I not mean, the, like... bikes, the bikes are the bikes, but beyond sure. that, you know, it's not because people are jamming into wild games, <laughs> although I see they uh, claim to have a sellout. But I don't know. I'm, I'm very surprised. Usually when we like, I mean, Holtz came to town. Oh. And he really introduced us to BS, right? Yes. I mean, he introduced us to the hard sell. Yep. And people went nuts. The Dome was full from game one. Why was that? Are we, what was the have big we turned one? Was it,
0: was it Oklahoma they played? Did yeah, they play Oklahoma? 13 to 7 or something. At one point, and they sold it out, and it was, yeah, we loved it. Oh, well, that was it.
1: 85, though. But, but, yeah, they sold them out. Well, remember, he had the spring game in the Dome, and they claimed – They had forty. It was like twenty-five, but they had (laughs) twenty-five thousand show up for a spring game for a team that had given up, had gone one and ten and gave up six hundred points or one, you know, in in the the previous year. So, yeah, I don't know why. I don't. It's certainly a much crowded, more crowded sports scene. Well, sure, but
0: uh, but you're undefeated. You got Penn State. I would have thought that this thing would have sold up. Damn quick.
1: Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at five. 952-925-5608 and set up your 48-minute, no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, at 952-925-5608. Investment Advisor Services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All right, I, I have to address uh, some of the—first uh, the, of all, I looked at the—when uh, Florida State, when they fired Willie Taggart, uh, which is unbelievable. He's They they owe him uh, $17 million, the second largest buyout in the history of college football, next to Charlie Weiss's $19 million at Notre Dame. And they fire him halfway through, or uh, two-thirds of the way through his second disappointing season. But people are saying, I looked at one of the websites, eight prospective of coaches, at, at, and they had all these. They had James Franklin. Why would James Franklin leave Penn State to go to Florida State? Yep. It's a lesser conference. Yep. The facilities suck. That's the main – Jimbo left for two reasons, money, but also the facilities are antiquated and they haven't improved them. Uh, they have a horrible administration. They got some guy, that their new AD, they got rid of their AD, and their new AD is like just some administrator, like if you take somebody out of the president's office, no AD experience at all. He's a dummy. I was looking all this up. But here's the other deal. Minnesota pays way more money than Florida State's going to pay. A, they owe Willie $17 million. I looked this up. And now this is a year ago this is the numbers from a year ago the the payout per team from TV ACC 26.6 million mm-hmm. big 10 37 million big 12 $34.3 34.3 million SEC 40.9 million million. 12 30.9 million the ACC doesn't pay <laughs> their, they their, their TV network doesn't make money uh, you know, in the same kind of money, so it's not Florida State is not swimming in dollars now. They they love football, but the ship is sailed. They're they're rapidly becoming the Nebraska of the South. That's interesting. You know, yeah. I mean, it's this whole idea. Oh, it's Florida State. Hey, that was Free Shoes University. Was how long ago? Six, seven years, right? How when's the yeah, last time they competed years. nationally? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so who's gonna have openings? Southern Cal, maybe. But then again, they're famous for not paying. They're famous for not you know, not giving a coach five. Because P.J.'s going to get five here. Yeah, They're going to re- rip up his oh, yeah. contract and give him five plus. He's 11th out of the, what is it, 14 now? Because of the raises issued this year. Yeah, when he's I, 11th. I think when they gave him his deal last time, which was only a year ago, right? Yeah, it, I think so. He was 6th or 7th, but then Brahms blackmailed him into 5 million. How do you think Purdue feels about that? And But he's gonna, he's going to get over 5. I don't think he's leaving until Michigan or Notre Dame opens. Well, that's my question. And Michigan might open in a year. Or. I, I, both might, of them might open in a year. Yeah. Or. Yeah, I think Kelly's good for another year, but, but you if, know, Harbaugh turning, denying rumors that he's looking for an NFL job. He's nothing. Uh, that it from reasonable sources, you know, from reasonable outlets say that. So if he leaves, you know, how has that not worked? I don't know. That's I not know. And now they're gonna. You know, they got a chance. If if by some miracle they beat Michigan, I mean Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, he's only lost two, but it's you know like. You know, but it hasn't worked. I thought it was they going- haven't been fabulous. Oh, no, I thought they'd be great. And, again, that's another example of uh, ratings, uh, you know, recruiting ratings being over. What he hasn't done is he had never had a hard quarterback. He, he, the one he got was a transfer that Shea, Shea Patterson, the, the, theirs now, is mediocre. But they don't have a – he hasn't had the great quarterback, which you thought he'd be the – quarterback whisperer there or something. Yes. I think he might be too erratic for everything. You know. Well, then for, he might be too erratic for all coaching. Yeah, well, he might. Not. NFL, too. No, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Who uh, Now, I can see him going to Cleveland, though. Can't you? I can see it because yeah. Fat Freddy Kitchen, the aptly named Fat Freddy Kitchen, well, is not going to survive. And this guy will yeah. like sex appeal.
0: Right? Won't he like sex appeal? Yes. Although although I think I might be tempted to go with, with a guy like McCarthy who's done this before. And th- yes, the, the, but what I'm saying is— that I see what you're saying, but— The ownership wants— The problem with, with Jim is he's, to use your words, so
1: erratic that I— But here's the deal. I think it's a pain in the ass. But they want glitz. McCarthy ain't Glitz. I would think the Browns the Browns have to give their fans something after selling them this bill of goods oh. this year and by the way that may yeah you need somebody who can handle Mayfield yes that's and I, I don't think either McCarthy or him can. Really? I mean, McCarthy
0: couldn't handle Rodgers. Well, not at the end, but that was that had gotten off the...
1: I don't know yeah, but, that but, at but, first but, could. McC- Harbaugh might punch him. The thing about so, uh, McCarthy, you
0: know. McCarthy's <laughs> got to be the happiest guy on the face of the earth right now because by not getting hired going into this season, he's now going to be in demand. Yeah, probably.
1: Probably. I mean,
0: the Jets are a... Look at the Jets. That, oh, yeah. Adam Gase thing is a disaster.
1: Yeah, and... and what a hire! He just got fired. I know. A, he's know. a weird guy. Yes, it, it's. Uh, but uh, you know, I, i I can see that guy hiring Harbaugh to get to deflect attention, yeah. to deflect attention from another lousy year. Harbaugh saying he's not, not leaving, leaving even. is almost a clear indication that he <laughs> will. Well, you know, he has to say that because they have that early signing period now in December, and you got to.
0: So you, you think PJ would
1: go Michigan or Notre Dame? Notre Dame. He couldn't. He couldn't pass up those two. And it wouldn't be for money. It would be here. If you're the coach at Michigan and Notre Dame, yeah, your your base doesn't have to be as high because there's all that auxiliary, you know, that ancillary money you can right. make that uh, wouldn't have to be. High. He'd have to go to Notre Dame, wouldn't he? Oh, I think so. Yeah. I wonder if he's— Plus, I think. I wonder if he's. I
0: think it would work
1: there. Uh, I think they'd love it. Uh, they would for a while, but well, I wonder sure. if it it's too old. big for them. It might I wonder, get if old, the, but... I wonder if the personality's too big. I mean Lou came but Lou had the you know, the background and you know, he had Sister Mary Harriet to have singing the nighter name fight song at East Liverpool High School every time. Mm-hmm. East Liverpool, whatever the cat Saint Aloysius, I believe it was okay. in East Liverpool High School and every day they marched in and out of the school with the Notre Name fight song because sister Mary Harriet was uh you know <laughs> you know was the whole deal uh hey one thing uh uh I do think Kiffin would be a perfect uh, coach for him don't you Florida State over oh, Florida State yeah because he'll we will have uh what's he like Is he, will stays, be he still goofy oh I'm sure but you need somebody down there who's gonna out rogue Miami right Yep. You need somebody who's going to. Yeah, that's true. Because they got Manny Diaz down there now, and Manny's the South Florida, you know, I, I got a hunch we're going to go back to the old hurricanes. And if Florida State's going to compete with them, they got to go back to the old Florida States. Which, by the way, I'm all in on both accounts. Oh, sure. Yeah. Much more fun. Yes. Yes, it is. I got in a little trouble because I uh, tweeted out uh, Delvin Cooks, a Florida State guy. That, yeah. What was it? That it, uh, it was grammatically incorrect. Oh I yeah, yeah, I saw. Out, oh, yeah. his a
0: quote from yesterday, after yesterday's game. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah was, the language was, didn't get a victory in that. No, quote. no,
1: and people think it's somehow. It's. Uh, I mean, I'm just having some fun here, right? Uh, oh,
0: did you get some uh, uh, well, tweets some back complaining about wondering. your?
1: They wasn't doing nothing special. I gave him yeah, an F minus. I gave him an F minus for grammar. Yeah, I, I, did,
0: I thought it was. By Roycey standards of Twitter, no, it was very, very mild. Very, very mild.
1: Uh, so, anyway. Yeah, I think Kiffin, would, that, that would be a match made in heaven, wouldn't it? Oh, Kiffin and yes. Florida State. That's it would right. be great fun.
0: So, if if Kiffin went to Florida State, which program would be put on probation first? Florida mm-hmm. State or Miami? They don't even
1: do it anymore. They do we stop? We don't give a damn. Who's, when's the last Good. time? I, I, even, don't think we I mean, they got basketball coaches on phones. You know, yeah, what, offering $100,000. That's and, a good question. You know and what? they say, well, you know, they get some, uh, you know, the guy down. And they great. had the goods and the guy in Arizona like nobody's ever. The FBI, Miller, for God's yeah. sakes, and the NCAAs. Didn't Bill you know, so get slapped guys. on the
0: wrist for some what used to be a major violation recently? Yes, yeah. And he's not in trouble? Well,
1: he's. they might give him a... People think that maybe next year I'll have an eight game suspension to start the oh, season no. which will be all the no. you know, exhibition no, he, games. You can't
0: coach the non conference against cupcakes?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that yeah, that something
1: like that. Sure, that's rip probably, his heart out. That's probably what they're gonna do. they don't they might as well close her down and just let her and the other thing is academic in L you gotta stress those academics. You walk into a school now at the prices they're paying, yep. you you know, if you show up once a month, and you know have somebody go on the internet and get a nice term paper nobody's going to do anything about it and at the u all this stuff about their great improvements in academia in the athletics it's everywhere nobody flunks out anymore you got to disappear you got to go live in a cabin for a month and not contact anybody to flunk out of any school in america now so it's uh you know it's You know, you can do damn near anything you want to recruiting, and you can, you know, once you get a kid in here, uh, it's damn near impossible for him to flunk out. I feel bad for Clem. I do, too. Clem was ahead of his time, (laughs) and we didn't realize it. That's right. As I wrote all the time is, you know, Clem's problem was, he was a man of the 50s, and he didn't know that you didn't have to get get a, you know, a member of your support staff to write term papers they could all go on the internet and
0: yeah you're right you know they,
1: even then you could go on and order whatever term paper you wanted and if you're a dummy you could order a c paper and if you're you know a little smarter you just don't order an a paper if you're a dummy sure. and everything would be then changed to eight words and you're in you know yeah it was club. Clem, he was a man of the past, you know. Too bad it is. Boy, you know, God loved George Dorman because it was a big story at the time, but to win a Pulitzer Prize for that thing, you know, acad- you know, instead of picking on the gophers, it should have been academic fraud that's taking a place from coast to coast, right? Yes. You know, Florida State was, you know, free shoes you, but they were, they were, uh, You know, know, the way to track down in the 2000s was how many kids on your football and basketball team have been declared learning disabled? That tells you, that tells you uh, what you, you know, I always told you the Coach Bruce story when I went over there for my peace meeting and he was bragging to me about it. He used to have one guy working with learning disabled kids, but he now had three. Then I looked up learning disabled and there's like eight different categories. You know, one of them is you can't walk fast or something. I, you know, I mean, it was. It was run. It, it was unbelievable. You know what uh, what they did. So yeah, I feel sorry for Clem. I love Clem, man. Even when he screamed at you, he was great. Yeah. And uh, what what was Clem's big, big thing? That if they
0: played neutral site games like at Target Center or the Met, <laughs> no, well, the that those year, were road
1: games. When he went to the NIT finals that year, he and Brackett had always argued because <laughs> Brackett always made a big deal about they couldn't win on the road. Yep. And that year they were redoing Williams Arena. When they, I remember uh, that was this the year season. he ended up playing Georgetown. I actually went out the for the New York for the. We still were interested enough in the NIT to send two guys, wow. but uh, yeah, they won. Uh, the right they there. played them all at home, I believe, four of them. And uh, one at Met Center and three at Target Center. Or one, you know, I remember going to one against to USC and, at Met Center, and, and Clem declared them all road victories. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, were we at Williams Arena? Nope, road game.
0: <laughs> if the dateline was Bloomington,
1: yes, right. Didn't matter if it
0: was Bloomington, Indiana or Bloomington,
1: Minnesota. Yeah, one thing about Clem is you could. Uh, you could uh, get enough access to them to give him a hard time. It was uh, it was fun. Anywho, that's uh, that's my. They, I was gonna, one thing I was going to bring up, talking about Nebraska being rated. in That mm-hmm. go for a women's basketball team rated twenty third in the country. Uh, Lindsey Wellens a coach. They were okay last year, and somehow they got picked to be fourth in the Big Ten. Uh, people who have uh, observed them <laughs> are telling me this is this is like rating Nebraska in the top twenty-five in football. That uh, okay, it could be bad. Really, they don't have any, you know, shooter. You know, they got one good player, but they played South Dakota, which is good. You mm-hmm. know, in a scrimmage a week ago and got beat like by twenty-five at Williams Arena, and it was. Was that a closed scrimmage? Yeah, it was closed. It clo- was a secret. I love It these. was not a, a, the like... The Gophers men... You know, the Gopher men, at least they leak out information yes. now, and they had stats, but this was, was a oh, double secret. Nobody was supposed to know about
0: it. Wow. And they beat them bloody. The I men guess. did that for a couple years, right, where they tried mm-hmm. to keep it under wraps. Now I think they had a, issued a press release that they played. Here's my thing about that. I believe th- this year the men played Iowa State, right? Yes. In their closed... How is that closed? I would go to I I would go yeah I you should play Iowa well, State
1: because it, it, it's that's again an NCAA rule they scrimmage them they but then can scrimmage they scrimmage them and for, then they have exhibitions against but can they scrimmage they get, one
0: one of these crappy teams and play yes, Iowa State for yes. real
1: in in the in the exhibition yeah yes you're, you're right I don't they know play why Cleveland that is Cleveland State
0: tomorrow I don't care about Cleveland well, State
1: didn't they have a or tonight didn't they play Southwest State or somebody yes. last week as an exhibition yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you're uh, I, I don't understand. I'd rather either. see
0: Iowa State and Minnesota play for real and then have the close scrimmage against one of these teams no one cares about.
1: That's uh, that is true. Say uh the uh the the Timberwolves uh you know who I've decided I like? Who? Akogee. Oh yeah. I like him a lot. Yep. I, uh, I I don't know if we're seeing an all new Wiggy, like uh, they want us to tell us. Uh, and I'm not a I don't know why Georgie Jing is not playing instead of this other stiff, Vonley, But uh, I was out. Uh, we were talking. A very the other day. sin-like of you. I like a, i like a Kogi a lot. I think that he's uh, you know he he guards people. He can yep. make a shot. He's uh, he's one reason they're better than people thought they were going to be. He's it's always going. Me. Yes, yes, that's the other thing. He's a 25-minute guy. So anyway, that's uh, that's my observation on them. My observation on the wild is my grandson Luke, yes, age 9 went to Saturday's game. Okay and he saw a loss for the 10th straight time but he saw three goals yes which topped his previous total by one way to go in his Luke, previous see? 9 games he'd seen the wild score two goals yeah this time they scored three so and, he was so they're improved in they got his, a point in his, in his loo and boy did we uh, pay tribute to that point in various outlets uh the uh I, you you got a point against the blues who by the way got to play the rest of the season without their one dynamic player, right? Teres yeah, Jersey. Although great. O'Reilly's probably their best player, right?
0: O'Reilly's fantastic. Yeah, and their goaltender. Who, I, in, in fact, uh, our guy Jake Allen played on Saturday. Why
1: was that? I oh. didn't know Jake was even still there. Jake's their they backup. didn't give us Bennington then. No, no, they
0: gave us Bennington two nights before mm-hmm. in St. Louis, and so and Jake had been sick and had missed
1: some time. Jake looks very shaky, but they still got two points. And you were over watching the Gophers, and even with the uh, hated Notre Dame Big Ten rival and uh, win the night before, they didn't have any people there. 5,000-something uh, In, 5, fa- 000, something like in that. fact,
0: I will. I took a picture of a, of the face-off early in the game that I will show you here so you can uh, pass it on to the masses. There is an early face-off Woo! of Saturday's wow, game. wow. Well, Let's they... just say the student section... For a four o'clock face-off didn't turn out. You know, this the, is the norm now.
1: The idea of of making the students stop taunting ruined it, didn't it? Oh, so you know what? You know, sportsmanship sucks. Yes, it does. For crowds, it's terrible. Sportsmanship, especially D one college sports. Pat, I'm tired of sportsmanship. I said this on Twitter, but I got to bring it up here. I'm, I'm so I'm so excited about this. I can't stand it. So I was Jim Wells, I uh, by the way, Jim Wells's uh lifelong friend Tom Regal, he was a buddy of his for fifty minutes. I mean for fifty years. Mm-hmm. Uh yesterday at Canterbury they had a celebration of Jim's life. Big turnout, two hundred and fifty people probably at least. Nice. And uh Tom talked about it. I mean, Tom knew is the intimate details of Jim's life and talked about him for thirty minutes and it was great. And I, I more talked about our, uh, our love, our mutual love of goofy people in sports. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you talk to Jim, you didn't talk to him about Randy Moss and Rod Carew. You talked to him about Albert Minchie, the jockey who got married nine times, <laughs> and Ray Webby, <laughs> this fighting gadfly character who we, we both loved because he was just, on a different planet. And, you know, Wellesley loved the goofy guys. Dark, you know. Was, sure. We, we both loved Dark. Because, you know, as I always said, some of my wife's friends who weren't an admirer of Dark says, how do you know when he's telling the truth? And and I, my answer was always, who cares? <laughs> They're great stories. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, this was, uh, so I was looking up some stuff, uh, some Red Smith obits. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a whole book of them, Two Absent Friends, Red Smith, and one of them was Joe Palmer, who was a famous racing writer in the 30s, 40s, and then uh, was at the New York Herald Tribune, the greatest sports writing newspaper ever from 44 to 52 before he died at 48 of a heart attack. I think dissipation had something to do with that. He might not have made curfew every time, but. But he was. uh, There's a book out there, This is Racing or something, that's supposed to be fantastic with his stuff. And he was a great writer. But I found this uh, description of his writing style. He mostly circled his ostensible subject while rarely landing on it. He's my hero, and I didn't even know it. He's my guy. Yeah. He's my guy from now on. (laughs) Babe, that's. How do you write? I try to emulate Joe Palmer. That's me. So anyway, yeah. That's but a hell it was, of a description. Of- it was a—but uh, a Wellesie, uh you know, 73 years old and uh, went in for an angiogram and had a massive heart attack and uh, never really uh, regained consciousness and died. But uh, good—he uh, uh, was at the St. Paul paper for 37 years, but then uh, he— uh, when they had their uh, controversial sports editor over there, who shall go nameless, who they all drove everybody crazy. And a lot of them took the buyout. And, yep. and I think it was 07. He took it. Firm Oil took it. A bunch of guys. And he – Canterbury started writing this blog for Canterbury. And he also covered boxing. And he really – you know, that's when you really got to see what a good writer and what a literate guy he was because, you know, the St. Paul paper didn't want a lot of horse racing stories. and right. And if they did, they wanted 18 inches. And and, and he was a great... Uh, he was a Golden Gloves boxing... He won the Faribault Championship in 66. He won the St. Paul Championship in 67. He was a Golden Gloves boxer. And uh, so boxing he when he first came to our paper he was 71 St. Paul he became the boxing guy cuz he wanted it mm-hmm. and when horse racing came in 85 they gave him the they let him cuz they didn't have anybody and they, he was willing to do it and uh, and he took both those things and uh, and really uh you know made him his own and and I the reason I was looking up this stuff is you know he would have fit in the 50s perfectly you know horse racing and and boxing and writing about characters, you know, which is a style you don't see much in this uh, time. But anyway, I was just sad. This this one, there were nine of us hired in a two and a half year period, and I was the first in uh, September '68. And he's the fifth one of those to uh, die now. But we didn't see this one coming. We didn't. There was no advance notice for right. this one, so it was a little tough on all of us. Yeah. Uh, three of the four—Pat uh, Thompson, Wonger, and I were there. And uh, big Pete, Carl Peterson—he's probably already at his winter home or something. So, but there's only four of us left. So, any who turn though, huh? Yeah, good turnout. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Which sport, Pat? If
0: if you could if you could bring back the sport in in its previous popularity, horse racing or boxing? Which which one? Which one lent itself to? The best writing and sort of the most fun that is now. I most.
1: think horse racing, in a lot of ways, when it was big, it kind of like golf. It had a majesty. It has a majesty about it sure. that that can be written, and 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 it has all the auxiliary characters. You know, it's it's the horse, but it's the jockey, but it's the trainer, but it's the groom. It's the you know, it's you got all these. It's the better. Although Joe Palmer always he, he said that people don't pick up the paper to read about gambling, you know he read he read about the athletes, but uh, I think probably horse racing because of all the elements, but boxing certainly. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when the heavyweight championship. Stopped America in Mm -hmm. the 60s. You know, I mean, a heavyweight championship bout. Sonny Liston and Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay. Mm -hmm. Like, I think the next day he told us he was Muhammad Ali, but he was Cassius Clay, a 21-year-old kid. When he fought Sonny Liston, 62, is it? And it's, you want to know about America changing. You know, first of all, Cassius Clay slash Muhammad invented taunting. Taunting did not exist in sports before Muhammad Ali, before. But and he was the Louisville Lip, and America was rooting for Sonny Liston, a former prison guy, you know, a cri- basically a criminal fighting for the mob to shut up this punk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you want to know how much America's changed in in my lifetime, it's. Uh, it's, so what? It. What
0: shifted that to embracing it? Cosell and Ali.
1: Yeah, I think so. Cosell became a. Uh, the more we got, the more we got to know him. The more he made us laugh because we, when he first started, we had no idea what was going on here. Because even in boxing, you know, if a guys were fighting for the fifth time, like they used to, they might. Say something nasty about each other sure. but but mostly i yeah, it was a great fight, and i expect I respect my opponent and you know all sports you always respected your opponent there was no boasting uh college football uh, you know you could have somebody horrible coming into town, and you would the the build up all week would be about all the assets that team had and you know you <laughs> yeah. can't overlook anybody yes. and stuff like that i mean it was completely it was you know it was a completely different country then we didn't believe in boasting we uh we, we never would have imagined uh, let's say a uh, a boastful President of the United States that we seem to have uh, landed on here and, and, and uh, you mean and without one that in, goes to a social media in. platform. <laughs> 2019, yes, but but anyway, yeah, Muhammad was. Uh, I'd say horse racing because of the the majesty of it, but boxing certainly. I think boxing was of the two in the fifties. Yep, you know, and I wasn't in either. Boxing was uh, boxing was bigger in the fifties and sixties. Because boxing was the first sport of television, really. Mm-hmm. You know, they they could yeah. put four cameras around a ring. You'd have a black and white smoke-filled arena, and, you'd, and they'd have the – they had Wednesday night fights and Friday night fights. And boxing was the – you know, when television was just getting started, boxing was the first TV sport. Not so much horse racing because right, how are you going to – you know, you had to have – you had to have a camera, and, you, you know, when they were running on the other side of the track, they were dots, you know. Right. So, yeah, boxing was probably uh, would have been more. Plus, it was boxing was everywhere, and horse racing wasn't. So that'd be another reason.
0: Positive, Pat. Positive, Pat.
1: Okay, I'm going to say it. Gophers, in an offensive, they're playing a defensive team. Mm-hmm. In Penn State, and I think that plays into their hands because they're very good offensively. They have an offensive line that's good. They got great skill position players. They got an adequate quarterback, and uh, I think—and I don't think Penn State has an explosive offense. Penn State has kind of a methodical offense. I think the Gophers win, Woo! and I'm—I'm I'm not just bsing or jinxing. I think they win. <laughs> I think they win because I don't think Penn State is fantastic, and uh, they're in great shape. And then I game. think they go down to Iowa and get beat. They're they're still thirteen to ten or something like right. that. And then they win at Northwestern, and then then they'll have fun with Wisconsin. Hmm. But if uh, yeah, anyway, that's I think they. I don't think Penn State's great. I think they're over. I think they're. Good, but I don't think they're uh, explosive offensively. If they had the other guy playing quarterback that they had last year, McSorley, yep. I'd say they'd get beat. But I don't think this Clifford guy is anywhere near as good as him.
0: Unchained, you got an unchained before we wrap up.
1: Anything I'm terribly upset about? Not really. Am I upset about anything? They're, they're I uh, very mild this week. Yeah. Well, you know, I do. Uh, I am tempted to uh, leap to the defense of. Of Cousins, is Cousins still the leading uh, passer in the NFL? I'd have to look it up after yesterday. But he he wasn't terrible yesterday. He only completed 50 of his passes. But I do think we're too hard on him. If we're trying to give him 20% of the credit for – how many percent did you give him? I gave him 25%. Well, I saw who gave him – Declan gave him 51% or something. 40%. 40%. Mostly because he slid short of the team. Now, I didn't see the the game. I only saw highlights. I only saw a highlight. Now that was a gaff, but just looking at the numbers in the last five weeks, I don't think he's your problem. I think you got much worse problems than him. You're very positive this week. Yes. So my my not positive, but my unchained is you're all idiots if you want to blame cousins for any failures this team might have. That's my uh, that's my uh, unchained. All right, we're done. We'll talk to you next week. All right, sir.